Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Heating Up Podcast. As always, my name is Tyler. I am one of the hosts. I also act as a moderator for the other hosts. This time, we're joined by Will, Jacob, and Ty as we preview the Atlantic Division. There's a lot of hot takes and a lot of good opinions. Stay tuned. All right, guys, we'll kick it off with the Atlantic Division. Uh, I think it's probably one of the tougher divisions to give predictions for. Um, Obviously, the Atlantic consists of um, the Celtics, the Raptors, the Nets, the Knicks, and 76ers. Uh, I'll start with Will first. Will, who do you think so far in the offseason and in the draft out of that group has improved the most? I'd say it's a tight race between either Philly or Toronto. I really like Toronto's late-round pick and uh, Malachi Flynn. I think he could contribute early on. But then again, the Sixers getting Maxi at 21 and then trading for Seth Curry while adding Doc Rivers and getting Daryl Morey. I think they needed a change in the front office. And I think all that's going to fit together really well and help out uh, Simmons and Embiid. So I'd say the Sixers. How much do you think losing Ibaka hurts Toronto? Uh, tremendously. I think... Like he is a leader, he is a like a stretch four, and I think he was a huge deal to them. Like I understand losing Marcus Gasol's big too, but I think Ibaka is going to mean so much more to them than uh, losing uh, Gasol. I agree, Jacob. Who do you think has gotten better? I'm not going to say who's improved the most, but of those five teams, what teams do you think have improved? Um, Boston, hugely. Boston getting Tristan Thompson or any big man that was capable of being a big man in the NBA was huge. And then again, Philly had a phenomenal offseason. I think they'll improve even more next offseason, which is why I'm holding back on them. And then Brooklyn had a good draft in the trade in the draft, a three-team deal. Loved it. And I don't know, the Knicks haven't done anything. So I won't give them any compliments. Obi Toppin. Oh, yeah. Ain't Obi. Ty, back to the original question for you. What of those five teams do you think has improved the most? Yeah, uh, I'm going to probably go with Philly just because I really like their draft. Mm-hmm. Um, they traded for Curry, got Maxi, added Doc Rivers. And I don't know how much truth there is to this, but the Harden to Philly uh, rumors, I keep seeing more of that on Twitter. Like, if they somehow manage to keep most of their team and land Harden, too, like, I definitely think that obviously puts them in a uh, contender spot to get out of the East, at least. Yeah, I think um, that would be the best fit for Harden. Yeah, because you have him beat as an elite big man. And if you can somehow purge the entire team and keep Ben Simmons, too, I think Simmons and um, Harden obviously both have exact opposite strengths that right. I think would play I don't well think that'd be together. possible though, honestly. I don't think no, I, I don't, don't think Houston even talks to him if Ben Simmons isn't included. No, I mean I go ahead, Ty. I think I think it's hard for me to to like not bring up Brooklyn. You know, like as much as I wanna say like I don't trust the chemistry of Kyrie and Katie, which I don't really um but I still think because of just like the sheer talent, like, and plus of the trades and the moves that they're making to kind of support uh, Kyrie and KD, you know, it, it's going to be hard not to 
put them in contention to get out of the East. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought so. Philadelphia, or Philadelphia. I thought Dwight Howard would have been a better fit in Brooklyn than in Philly. Yeah. Um, him and Embiid seem strange. I Dwight is going to be a strange mix with Ben Simmons. I think he would benefit more from a, a guard that shoots a little bit better, um, which mm-hmm. obviously you would have with Kyrie. Will, so kind of doing the flip side of that, which one of those teams do you think has gotten worse or not really kept up the par with the other teams in that division? Um, well, not that they were going to do anything to get up the par, but the Knicks, I, I don't really like what they've done. <laughs> and, but ultimately, going back, yeah, I like the Raptors picking Flynn, but losing Gasol and Ibaka is huge. And I think you give yeah. Fred Van Vliet that much money, I understand he deserves it and everything, but he's not going to lead you. They they won't even make the conference finals. He's, he's not going to lead you that kind of, uh, you know, place. They took a few steps back this offseason. Yeah, I agree. Ty, who do you think? I mean, I think we're all going to have kind of a common two teams, but who do you think's gotten worse or not kept up? Yeah, the, the obvious answer is going to be the Knicks, but at the same time, like they, yes, I, I, I see that they think drafting Obi is like their step in the right direction or whatnot. Um, but they're just like they're not keeping up the par. Like you look at Boston, Toronto, Brooklyn, and Philly, and it's like. Uh, Toronto, maybe not anymore, but like three out of those five teams could contend for and to get out of the East. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's just, they're not keeping up. They're not on the same pace, even yeah. with Toronto. So I, I kind of classify it as Boston, Toronto, Brooklyn, Philly. And then it's just, it's literally just the Knicks. But I, I agree with Will too. I think Abaka was a big spark plug um, even last year when they when they lost Kawhi, I felt like Abaka, and even when they were uh, when they had Kawhi, I felt like Kawhi looked at Abaka, kind of bounced off of him, played off of him a lot. Um, but I think losing him is big, big for mm-hmm. Toronto. Yeah, and I think with Ibaka, um, more than anything, it's just the consistency. Like you know exactly what you're going to get from him. Mm-hmm. Um, bad nights and good nights i think um he's just he'll be the knockdown um mid-range jump shooter he can give you some threes he's good around the rim he's a good defender jacob who do you have um for this category is not really keeping up with the rest of the division new york and toronto same census beliefs as everyone losing a baka is one of the hardest moves i think toronto will see and uh, a long time for a long time and then New York is New York they don't ever do anything right so yeah I think I have a little bit of a different perspective on this I think I'm looking at it as who has um, like obviously the gap between the Knicks and the other teams is much bigger than Toronto and the other teams but I think New York actually made um, a little bit more because I think Toronto has made the gap larger and I think New York has minimally closed the gap. I really do like the Emmanuel quickly pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, as much as I don't believe in Obi Toppin, I, he probably is an improvement over what they did have. Um, not that I think they're going to be any good next year, but I think they did a better job than Toronto, who 
um, was kind of one for two on their big guys in Van Vliet and Ibaka, their big free agents. And then they signed yeah. Baines. Who are the Raptors, like, big men now? Because obviously they Siakam. have Siakam, but he's like a small forward, isn't he? Yeah, small forward, power forward. Um, depends on if they want to play small ball, but I would think with the Bane signings that you're not going to be playing small ball, so I, I'm not sure what Toronto's going to be doing. Maybe they are going to move Siakam over into that small forward, that power forward kind of high. I don't know. I like the idea of starting Ananobi, though. Keep Siakam at the four yeah, and me play too. Bane I, at the five and have Ananobi at the three. And I think that'll work because Baines did show over the last couple of years that he has that three-point mm-hmm. shot. Um, mm-hmm. So he's able to space that out. So maybe Siakam as a power forward will open up his game a little bit more because we did see him, um, I don't want to say not live up to the standard, but he had a, a little bit of a, a down year compared to where I think expectations were. And the postseason didn't help at all. He didn't look that good in the postseason either. No, he, he struggled. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be fine, though. It's... We'll see. I, I think Siakam will be fine. I'm interested to see what the team's direction is, though. Is um, are Siakam and Van Vliet, who the franchise has clearly said is one of their their franchise players at this point, um, are they going to coexist well? Are they going to play well together? I don't. I don't know. It's going to be a weird year for Toronto. I don't expect them to um, be in that same group as the other people in the Atlantic Division. Which is a good segue to the next topic. Um, We'll start with Boston here. We will um, go through the entire division, but I want you to tell me, are they a contender, a pretender? Um, Are they going to be in the playoffs, kind of on the line of maybe missing the playoffs, or are they going to be a lottery team? Um, I'll start with Jacob first for the Celtics. Uh, What do you think? I have them as a contender, a legitimate contender. I think they're a top two seed in the East this upcoming year, and saying that Milwaukee's a one seed isn't outrageous. And I think if it comes down to them in Milwaukee, I have Boston winning that series. Okay. Will, what do you have on that? I think they are a contender, but I think the East will be a lot more competitive this year. I wouldn't put them as a two seed. I'd put Milwaukee and then Brooklyn up there because Brooklyn seems like the type of team, even if they don't make it all the way to the finals, they're going to play extremely well in the uh, regular season just because it's a new team. You want to be confident going into the postseason. So i put them as a contender, but not a top two seed in the East. Okay. Ty, what is your thinking on the Celtics? Yeah, I have them as a contender. I think signing, uh, just like Jacob said, any big man that can give you like a lot of rebounds at night and like he Tristan Thompson knows his role um as a big man and so I think I think that makes them I, it, he could be that piece that uh Boston needs to like take it that one step further maybe yeah and and I agree I have them as a contender um Without divulging too much, I really like this Celtics team, and I expect a lot from them um, coming up next season. Uh, we'll kind of go into Toronto now. Same thing, contender, pretender, um, lottery team. Will, what do you think? Uh, they're a pretender. I mean, they'll make the playoffs, I feel like, but I don't see them getting past the second round. Uh, I think with the leadership they have in Lowry, I think him alone can get them to the playoffs and possibly win the first round, but... No, I think they took a major uh, 
step back from last year and with the East only getting better at the top, I don't feel like they have really any chance to make it even to the conference finals. So Yeah, and my thing with Toronto, I, I too have them as a pretender, is um like they who do you have to stop Giannis? You can say Siakam, but we've seen it not work that well. Um, then you move down the line to Brooklyn, and I don't think Siakam keeps up with Durant. And then you move down the line to Boston. I think he'd be an okay matchup with Tatum, but I give that edge to Tatum. Move down the line again, Miami. I think Bam bullies Siakam. We've seen that over and over. Um, so I, I, I don't have Toronto going much further than past the first round. Um, kind of like Will said. Ty, Toronto, what do you think? Yeah, pretender. I don't I'm I'm with you. I don't see them making past the first round. I think the only way they they would like continue to be a title contender in the East is if they kept Abaka and uh Kawhi. And obviously they don't have either of them. So Yeah, agreed. Jake What's your thoughts? The Raptors, are they good? Bad? Uh, they're a pretender. I mean, I won't count them out because their chemistry is high. Uh, Kyle Lowry is a bulldog, and he's one of the more annoying players in the NBA, but he's good at doing that, and that's what he wants to do is get on your nerves. So, And I, I do want to say for Toronto, um, it, last season, obviously – we had the, the long break and then we moved into the bubble. Um, I think Toronto is one of those teams that heavily relies on that home court advantage, um, like the We the North thing. Um, I would say they have one of the higher home court advantages in the league. So that did hurt them and they'll have some essence of that back kind of next year, but I guess it'll start. I'm going to say Tampa, them playing so Tampa Bay little... could be. Too. Yeah. Yeah. That, that so could really be... hurt them. Yeah, it'll be strange. I, I'm not sure. I don't think they're going to have much of a following in Tampa. Um, but at the same time, does it even matter? Because we don't know what fans and what stadiums are going to be allowed. Um, so we'll move on. Brooklyn, I'll start with Ty this time. Contender, pretender, lottery team. What do you think? Contender. I think, I mean, you have, like I said before, you know, it, it's hard for me to count out Brooklyn when you've got Kyrie or sorry, Katie and Kyrie Irving on your team. I think, you know, it, if it, if one or the other learns to put the ego away and a definitive like alpha dog is asserted on the Nets team, then I think the rest of the league is in trouble. Like I think if Kyrie puts his ego away and he's like okay KD you're the guy on this team I think I think the whole league's in trouble but see my thinking on that is actually kind of the opposite I'm worried about Brooklyn because Kyrie's gonna want to be that guy and but but Kevin Durant obviously is the better option to be that guy than Kyrie right Saul Durant kind of defer that to Curry before Kyrie isn't Curry um, even though he may think he is and so I'm worried about them looking to the wrong person at the end of games. No, I am too. I'm totally with you. I think, like, the egos between the two of them alone, I think, could blow the entire team up. And that will be, like, their biggest enemy is going to be themselves by far. Mm-hmm. 
Jacob, what do you think? Tender, pretender? I think they're a pretender. I don't think they've got the chemistry that most teams in the East have at this point. And like we've been saying, their egos, Katie and Kyrie's, they could quite literally um, kill each other. And I don't think anyone would be surprised. Or Kyrie might just drive Durant off the side of the flat earth. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Will, what do you I, think? I trust it. Um, I think they're a contender. And not just, I can look past the KD and Kyrie thing, but they have role players like Joe Harris and Jared Allen and Karis LeVert. Well, I think Karis LeVert, if he stays with them and they don't make a trade to get someone with like involving him, I think he could be like looking at possibly a most improved player type of deal like I think he is very good I'm really high on him and I think maybe with Din- with Dinwiddie he obviously you're, he's not going to be there forever I think they should trade him and get someone like Patrick Beverly from the Clippers because Patrick Beverly is the type of guy that superstars love he's always willing to guard the best player on the other team he will talk the talk for you and he's not going to demand the ball at all times so I think Move Dinwiddie and get a pick or two and Patrick Beverly from the Clippers. And I think that team molds together very nicely and they contend and probably make it to the finals. I think the role players, like, I think Katie and Kyrie are only going to take you so far. And then, because it's going to happen, when the egos start to take over, I think the role players are are going to be what elevates that yeah, they team the playoffs to the last finals. Year without Katie and Kyrie, so. Yeah, so... I, I've got high hopes for them. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna... I, I'm stuck on this one. I don't think they're a pretender. That sounds harsh. But I also don't think they win it. Um, so I'll say contender, but I don't think they they win. Um, we'll go on again. This one seems to be a pretty consensus option. Um, the Knicks, I'll start with Will. Contender, pretender, lottery, what do we That's think? That's a lottery team, but... As much crap as we give Obi Toppin, with him being 22, I think he's going to make immediate impact for him. I, I don't think he's going to win Rookie of the Year or anything, but I think they're going to be better than last year, just not anywhere near the playoffs. I w- I'd say probably an 11 seed, a 12 seed for them. But, uh, yeah, definitely yeah, I a lottery see it. team. Yeah, I, I think they improve. I, I really think we're sleeping on Emmanuel quickly. I think he's going to be the better of the two between him and Toppin. Um and I think they are better. They're not going to be good, but they're going to be better. Jacob, the Knicks, I have a feeling I know, but what's your take? Uh, they're a lottery team. Uh, I don't know if any person that isn't a Knicks fan has hopes the Knicks are going to make the playoffs. And, I mean, they'll, they'll improve. They'll be a back of the lottery team. They aren't going to be, like, a top six pick like they have been for years. <laughs> But for a decade, they will, yeah, for over a decade. <laughs> Ty, but, what are you thinking with the Knicks? Um, I, I'm kind of torn on this because I I do think even though like we do slander Obi and the Knicks a lot, I do think they are going to be a lot better than last year. And like, given the chance that Obi just like proves us all wrong and does great in New York, which I don't necessarily think he will uh i don't know if they're gonna be a lottery team i doubt they make the playoffs next year or yeah next year i highly doubt it 
but I also don't know if they're going to be a lottery team either. I think we'll be in a weird spot where they're not necessarily like... They're going to be in what I like to call basketball purgatory, which if you look in the... Um... The dictionary, there's actually a picture of the Charlotte yeah, Hornets, and Charlotte's I think that's where the Knicks are heading. Yeah. I think they're going to be, they're very close to being that um, 12 to 10 seed every year where you're good enough to not get a top 10 pick, but bad enough to not make the playoffs. And once you get there, you're usually stuck there for a couple years. Um, and that's where I think the Knicks are heading. I think quickly can give them a chance to get past that in a few years but not by himself and it doesn't look like the Knicks have um, the resources to help but I, right I like the young core with Robinson and RJ Barrett if they can take another yeah he quickly can be as good as you assume he is and Toppin can give immediate impact I I really like their young core but yeah I love Mitchell Robinson I just don't I have any too. faith in RJ Barrett and that's weird because that, he was. I had him as the best prospect in last year's draft. I really thought he was going to yeah. be better than Zion and Josh, and I was. See, that's that's how I was. I was a big fan of his. Like even when he was playing in college, even though he didn't make necessarily the best decisions when the game was on the line, but I really liked how he played and just his overall uh, yeah, style of play. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a little bit better too, just because. I mean, he when it when like you just touched on it at Duke, he maybe didn't make the best decisions in in game situations, but he wanted the moment. And I thought, right, translating that to the NBA and you're playing in New York, which for some reason is heralded as this big um, historic NBA franchise, even though they've never really done much. But at least it's still Madison Square Garden. And I thought like he wants the moment. New York is craving for the moment. I thought it would be. A better mix and how much do you put that um, blame on new york is is that more is it more new york or is it more just him not panning out i think it's more uh I, I think it's a healthy mix of rj needing more development time i think once his iq goes up he'll be fine once he learns to like work the league a little bit um but i don't think the knicks necessarily supported him much because I, I don't think RJ is how do I want to put this I, I think he needs another guy to play off of and we saw that at Duke right. Zion or Cam are playing well RJ plays well and Trey how did that Duke team not win a national title That's they shouldn't have even beat UCF they got and Virginia Tech a, Virginia Tech missed like a lot on is the true. last the second yeah so Duke sh- really should have been one of the more like historic collapses in March Madness history, but they got saved by the refs in the first round and then uh, saved by awful uh, management in the second round. I think it's just how young they were. Everybody else had Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. And when you have those three guys, three clear lottery picks, and you haven't established who the man is, um, it gets it's real tricky yeah. once you start getting into primetime games. So now... We'll segue back into this division, and the last team we have for this is Philadelphia. I'll start with Jacob this time. What do you got, Jacob? Um, I think they're a pretender. I don't think they're as bad as last year. I think they've made great improvements, and they'll, they'll make it to the first round. I don't think they'll win the first round this year, but 
next year is again what I have high hopes for in Philly. Will, I think that's you sign. Yeah. Uh, I'm think? extremely high on Philly this year. I think adding Maxi, adding Curry, you get rid of Al Horford, so that automatically spaces the floor out a bunch when you can add Curry and Maxi. And I think Simmons playing off those and Bead. I think Doc Rivers can get the best out of Embiid and Simmons, and I think bringing him in and bringing Mori in is going to completely change their culture. And I really think they're a contender this year. I'm really high on Philly. Ty, what's your take on Philly? Yeah, I think they're absolutely a contender. Basically, what will Curry, adding Maxi, adding Doc Rivers, getting rid of Horford. I think they're a legit contender. Nothing, nothing else really needs to be said. Yeah, I'm 50-50 on them, too, because I'm a big Ben Simmons hater. Not that he's not a good player, but I don't think he can be your your Robin on a championship team because Embiid is clearly Batman. He's clearly their alpha, but he can't stay healthy. And if he's out, I don't trust a Ben Simmons-led team enough to make noise. So I have them as a an absolute optimal team as a contender but I think they're a very fragile contender and all it takes is like one thing to go wrong and then they're done um, so yeah Philly I'm going to put kind of in that middle category so now we'll kind of mix things up a little bit we'll start with Ty first who do you think finishes in last in this division <laughs> this is pretty easy but who do you think finishes last obviously the Knicks <laughs> yeah um, Will, I have yes. a feeling you yes. think the Knicks, Jacob, Knicks, Knicks. Go back to Ty. Who do you think finishes fourth? Fourth? Um, probably Toronto, I'd say. Toronto? Yeah, Will, I'd Toronto, have the same thoughts. Jacob, what are you thinking? Toronto. Okay. <laughs> Third place, Ty, who do you have? Boston. Okay. Yeah, Will, Boston, who do you have? Too. I'm high on Philly, so I think... Uh, they're gonna finish yeah. Boston. Jacob, I oh. have Brooklyn. Oh, whoa! I don't trust them. I don't. I don't trust Brooklyn. And along with me not trusting the players, I for some reason also have a heavy bias against Brooklyn. I absolutely despise Brooklyn. <laughs> They're basically the same passion. team as the Lakers. They have two huge stars and a bunch of role players. So I just don't understand your yeah. Patriot Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's just like as a as a LeBron guy, you just like there's like this weird thing with Durant and Kyrie. Um, yeah, yeah and <laughs> Kyrie. Uh, so my t- my five four three, I have New York, Toronto, and then I have Philadelphia okay. uh, finishing third. Ty, who do you have in second? See, this was tough for me because I had to like factor a lot of things in between Philly and Brooklyn, but. You know, I did say I do think Brooklyn's a real contender, but I-, I can't get rid of the thought of the egos killing the entire team. So I'm gonna go Brooklyn. Yeah, and place. I think that makes sense too because I think you also have to consider, like, you can have faith that Brooklyn does better in the postseason, but either way, it's gonna take time for Durant to get back in basketball shape. And it's going to take time for them all playing together. You're looking, I mean, even when you saw the big three in Miami, it took a solid 15, 20 games for you to get a real look at what that team will be like. And I'm expecting the same thing for Brooklyn. 
and add that on to having a shortened season, I don't think it would be a shock if Brooklyn finished with a worse, worse regular season record than Philadelphia. I, I don't know how much Katie and Kyrie have worked out if they haven't all yet, um, but I definitely think it, it's, like you said, it's going to take time for Katie and Kyrie to kind of figure out how to play with each other. I think they will. Um, cause I think just they're too talented not to, but mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely going to take some time in the regular season. Yeah. And my other thing with Brooklyn is in Philadelphia last year, you have Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris, Al Horford, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. And you look at it and you say, that's an awkward fit, but they're too talented. They've got to work well together. And now you've got Dinwiddie, Levert, Jordan, Allen, Durant and Kyrie and you look at it and you say well some of that's an awkward fit but hey they're too talented it's got to work out so that scares me Will who do you have I have Philly just strictly off the fact that I'm worried about Embiid and if he can stay healthy I understand that Katie it's going to take some time to you know get back into the basketball they got to work together but other than that injury to Katie and Golden State he doesn't really get hurt that often especially not as much as Embiid so Embiid's injuries worry me a lot so I think Brooklyn's like really. I I don't really see if there's like a problem that could happen with him and uh, with Kyrie and KD. I think they're gonna fit well together, and I think uh, they'll finish atop the division. I'm not really worried about the egos or anything. And even if you know they have an off night, you still have a playoff team after your two top players. So I think that helps a lot, and I really think they could uh, win this division. Yeah, I agree. Jake, who do you have finishing second? Uh, Philly. I love Embiid. I think he's the best center in the league. And if he can just find a way to stay healthy, he can make huge strides for Philly and even win them the division. But I don't trust that. So I've got Boston winning it. They're extremely talented and just got better this offseason. So. Okay, Ty. Um... I guess we've come down. You've got Philly's finishing first. What is the kind of reasoning behind that? I think adding Curry and adding Maxi, not only does that, you know, do do a lot for like the team in general, right? You've got Curry who can handle the ball very well and can score very well. And then you've got Maxi, who, yes, is a rookie, but has proven he can score very well. Um, I think because of those twos, um, because of their ability to score, I think that takes the pressure off of Embiid and Simmons a little bit, more so Embiid, because I feel like in the last two years especially, um, Embiid is uh, well aware that Simmons cannot score like he can kind of can score at free will almost mm-hmm. and i feel like it kind of takes the pressure off of Embiid, allows him to kind of take a step back and be patient with his offensive game rather than kind of forcing everything up uh and i i think that also kind of leads to maybe some less less chance of an injury like if he's not going going at it every single night um Mm -hmm. i think it could save his stamina 
uh, come the playoffs. And I think it could also hopefully um, take away the chance or lessen the chance of him getting injured. So that's my kind of reasoning with Philly. Yeah, no, I, I think all that makes sense. And I'm not sure I touched on who I had finishing in second. I have Brooklyn second. Will, obviously, um, the last team you have left, you have Brooklyn first. Um, it's pretty obvious, like, why. But go ahead and just give me your your reasoning as to why you have them first over other teams yeah, like just, Philly or Boston. Um, if Katie and Kyrie can mix well together, Katie is the best player in that division. Kyrie is the best point guard in that division. And, um... After you have those two, say they don't fit great together or if someone has an off night, you still have a playoff team left, which is why I think it just puts them atop everybody else in that division. Yeah. Um, Jake, you and I both have Boston winning the division. Um, my reasoning for it is their glaring weakness last year was just a board-dominant big guy. They got a board dominant big guy. You add another year to Tatum and Brown. They just get better. Um, Marcus Smart is going to be Marcus Smart. Kemba. Um, Kemba is just a great third option. It's crazy. He's kind of transitioned into a third option on this team where he just came back from being a franchise all-time greatest player. And now he's third best player on this current Celtics team. Um Jake, so what is your what is your thoughts on Boston finishing first? Adding a big man, a board dominant big man, like you said, that's huge. Um, along with the talent of the team that is still there because they didn't lose anybody, the chemistry is already there and it's going to continue to improve. They don't have to take that fifteen to twenty game, you know, feeling out process that Brooklyn's gonna have to take they will just get that edge and I think they know how to play together like perfectly I I don't like Jason Tatum but he is a genuine NBA superstar at this point yeah no, I, I, I agree and I don't have him as a superstar because um, my superstars are like LeBron Durant Curry and we have different definitions on what a superstar is. Yours is a bit more limited than mine is. Yeah, I've got like at max like five superstars. But before we, before so we now, transition, for the Boston we'll thing, the... they need to play Romeo and Nesmith. They did not play Romeo at all last year. And I think he could help that team tremendously. So they need to start playing the young guys way more. Yeah, and I agree. And I think uh, they need to play Robert Williams more, I think. Um, I think we're looking at a big year for Boston. Um, Will, divisional MVP. So who in this division do you think would be, like, the most valuable player? I'm with my uh, being high on the Sixers, and I'm taking Ben Simmons. And there's one reason for this. I think you take Philly, and you take the Daryl Morey system. What does Daryl Morey love? He loves three-pointers, and he loves layups. And no one creates more layups in the NBA than Ben Simmons. And I think now with Kurt, you add Curry and Maxie, that's going to spread out the floor. You don't have Horford and Embiid and Tobias all clogging up the paint for Ben. And also with Morey, you love transition. And Ben Simmons is great in transition. So I think playing off, now you have Curry to shoot the ball. Maxie can shoot. You and Embiid aren't dealing with Horford down there as well. 
I think Doc Rivers is going to get the best out of him, and I just think he's going to have a great year. And I, they, people hate on his shooting and stuff, but every year since he got in the league, his field goal percentage has gone up and his free throw percentage has gone up. So I think he can only get better from here. I do think that's a little bit of a hot take. I'm interested to see what Ty and Jake have to say. Ty, who do you uh, have as your divisional MVP? Um, I mean, you know, I'm I'm gonna go with KD because I mean it's it's KD, man. Like, regardless, you know, like kind of kind of like Will said, like the only two injuries he's really had was the one in Golden State and then the one really bad one in OKC. And then that was kind of it, right? And, like, I think... I don't know. I just think KD, you know, he's had a full year of rest, man. And regardless if he's working out with Kyrie and the rest of the Nets team, he's been working on his own and there have been like multiple players that have come out on social media and say like Katie's back and this is the best he's ever looked in his career. So if that's the case, like I think the entire division's in a world of trouble. (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, if KD is back to KD, then I think that's an obvious choice. Jake, who do you have? Uh, I have Embiid. I think Philly is going to be good enough in the regular season I don't think they're going to do much in the postseason just not enough experience as a team and then um, Embiid is going to do great even with the new capable role players I think he'll still look amazing and like Will said layups, three pointers Embiid can do both obviously and whenever Embiid needs to he takes over a game and Whenever Embiid does take over a game, it's one of the scarier sights to see. Yeah, I agree. I actually, this may shock some people. I was going to pick the same exact person as Will did. um, But for the sake of mixing it up a little bit, I'm going to go to Boston. And I think I'm going to to take Tatum just because um, we did see him ascend a little bit in the playoffs. He did have a couple horrific games against Miami, um, but looked great in the first round and overall looked okay against Miami. He had a couple real bad halves and then a couple like all-time great second halves. Um, I think he gets a consistent, um, gets better on defense again. We've seen him get better every year on that side of the ball. And I, I think he takes Boston to the next level. Will, who do you have as your rookie of the year for the Atlantic division? I think this should be fairly easy and easy even though we hate on him but he'll have the most um opportunity i mean from my pick is top in just because he's gonna be thrust straight into where he can pick up stats um, yeah probably top in just because of the role he's gonna have but if if uh nesmith or malachi flynn for toronto get minutes i think they are very very good players nesmith he shoots the ball, and in Boston, all he's going to have to do is play defense and shoot the ball. He's not going to have to, you know, facilitate. He's not going to have to play make. He's literally just going to have to spot up and shoot and play some defense. And I think if they play him and he gets, you know, fitted into the team well, I think he could uh, be the rookie of the year. So I'll go Nesmith with, uh, with uh, this one. Okay. Jake, who you have? I've got either Toppin or Flynn. I think Toppin just because of the the role he will have in New York and he'll look better in New York because 
he'll get more chances to look better. But I love Malachi Flynn. He will, if given the play in time, he will make impact in Toronto. Not huge impact immediately. But down the road, I could see him being a top player for Toronto. Yeah, I agree. And before I get ties, I'm actually going to backtrack. I lied. I'm going... I'm not picking Toppin. I'm actually going to pick Maxi. Um, I have a feeling that's who Ty was going to pick. But the name just came back to me as I was looking at my list of teams. Um, Ty yeah, I was going to go with Maxi solely because I think if Doc Rivers gives him a ton of playing time and he can he can be a consistent three-point shooter um, and a perimeter scorer for Philly, I think... Not only does that help Philly out, like in terms of obviously you're going to be getting more points, but I think that opens up just like a lot more opportunities for Philly across the board. I think if you have Curry uh, scoring consistently from three and then you have Maxi scoring consistently from three, I think that kind of takes the pressure off of Ben Simmons a little bit. Ben Simmons... Uh, might realize like he doesn't have to necessarily be a three-point scorer. Um, although I think it would be nice for him to add to his game. I think that takes the pressure off of him a little bit. Like Will said, he can kind of do his thing in transition. He can do his thing uh, driving inside, getting layups. And also Embiid takes the pressure off of him. He doesn't have to go after it every single night. Um, might lead to less less cause of an injury. Um, so I think if Maxi if Maxi gets the playing time that he deserves and it pans out well, I think he could easily be the rookie of the year in the division. Yeah, yeah. I think Maxi has um, maybe of all the rookies has the the best chance to make a big impact just because he fits a need so well for Philadelphia. We'll kind of wrap this up. Um, We'll go two questions. Will, does a team from the Atlantic Division, one, win the Eastern Conference or and or slash win yeah, the entire championship? I think it's almost a guarantee unless Miami wins it that a team from this division wins the conference because I think there's four you know, solidified top teams. There's Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and Boston. Miami could slip in there maybe, but with having Philly, Brooklyn, and uh, Boston in this division, I think it's almost a guarantee that one of those teams wins the East. Yeah, and so what do you think championship-wise? Do I don't you think know. The Lakers got a lot better this offseason, and uh, I think they really separated themselves from the rest of the league. Although Brooklyn, we haven't seen them yet, so I can't really make a uh, 100% statement on them, but I think uh, the Lakers separated themselves pretty well this year. Yeah. Ty, what do you think? Is there an Eastern Conference champion? Oh, yeah. I think think Boston, Brooklyn, and Philly, I mean, kind of like Will said, like that's that's three out of your top four Eastern Conference teams. So I think, you know, definitely one of them is going to win it. I don't have faith in Milwaukee just because uh, with the trade falling out, like I, I'm, I, I want to say Giannis is most definitely gone after this year, um, and so I, I think we might see that a little bit on the court. He might care a little less because he's like, oh, you know, like, 
like I'm done here. So I think we may see that transcend onto the court a little bit. Um, so I think, yeah, between Boston, Brooklyn, and Philly, I think they've all got a legitimate shot to win the East. What about the championship? Do you have a championship team coming out of this division? Now, I mean, I want to say yeah, just because, I mean, just like the raw talent of of Katie and Kyrie on top of their role players, and then same with Philadelphia. Like, if, if the draft picks and the trades work out in Philly, um, and especially if they land Harden, like, that, that is obviously going to be huge for them too if they do end up doing that. Um, but I think mainly mainly Brooklyn because I mean like we've seen Philly kinda I, I, I want to say choke in the playoffs but then again this this is a different Philly team this year whereas Katie and Kyrie have both been to the finals and they've both been at that big spotlight where they have made shots to seal series and they've also mm-hmm. scored like 40 plus in games that really put them over their opponents so I I, I do see if any of them it's going to be Brooklyn I would say um, but also, I think Philly has a really, really good shot too. Um, but yeah, like Will said, I mean, it's going to be hard to beat that Laker team. Yeah, I agree. Jacob, Eastern Conference Finals champion in this division. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be, I don't know, blasphemous to not say one of these teams can win the Eastern Conference. Well, then say I'm full of blasphemy, baby. I'm not doing. Wow. I'm not. I will not. I'm not doing that. But had to had to make the Stephen A. Uh, reference. Um, but I think these. This is the best division in the NBA. But I, I mean, again, only one team can make it out of the East. And if I have to pick a team, I'd say Boston over Brooklyn. But well, I am straight up <laughs> because I'm not picking any of these teams. Wow. I mean, I have to say that. Um, both both logistically, I don't see it. Um, I think this yeah. is Milwaukee's. Year. I think that Bogdanovich trade. What? <clears throat> I feel like that hurts them a lot. And I think that hurts Giannis's drive to want to be with that team. I think... Uh, I think it hurts his drive. I, look, I mean, Giannis I is gone. I think it... He's gone, but Giannis is like the ultimate competitor, I think. Um, and mix that with Drew Holiday, who is the most underrated player in the NBA. Um, the, the I don't know. The Bucks got thinner, for sure. Um, but Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, Giannis, Brooke Lopez, that's tough. <laughs> and all they need is an average just be even slightly below average bench as long as their bench isn't awful DiVincenzo can Milwaukee carry their should bench. be incredible this season yeah he's, he's not a bad player so yeah I don't see it I don't see either any of these teams if I had to pick one of these teams 
with the who I think has the best chance to win the Eastern Conference Finals, I would pick Boston. And then I'd probably pick Brooklyn. Even though I have like this huge thing where I, I think Brooklyn is going to really fall flat on expectations. Even though like I know they really can't because Durant is Durant. an all-time great player. Um, I'm just... Gonna pull I just Clippers. think they're going to be underwhelming, at least at first. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I think that is all we have for this episode. Um, obviously, we're going to follow up with another division within the next couple days to a week. Happy Ty, Turkey Will, Day. Will, Jake, thank you for taking time out Happy of your Happy Turkey Day. Yes. Mm. I hope you guys eat a plenty and your turkey or whatever you eat today oh, thank you, is thank you. A plus, and everyone gets to hug their grandmas. COVID, COVID friendly. Yeah. Though. Yeah, I am going to be stuck in my apartment, <laughs> um, playing 2K because and watching WV. We're in quarantine. Yeah, and watching WVU basketball, and hopefully they get a win. But again, thank you guys. Have a great day, um, and enjoy your Thanksgiving. <laughs>